Is a spider born with the ability to make a spider web? Or is it born with the tools accompanied by the will to survive? Or is there like spider school where the spiders get together and teach all the other spiders how to do it? Man. AI can't kill us. It just can't. The assumption that AI is going to get crazy, blow up out of control and get smarter than us and fucking try to kill us assumes that we would be able to create a brain like ours. And I say that because our brain is fucking all organic magic that goes on in there. I mean, we kind of know what happens, but we don't fully understand it. And I think until we can fully understand it, we can't recreate one that's like it. Pretty simple. There's, there is, it's magical relative to us because we don't know what kind of wizards and goblins and gnomes are in there making neuron, you know, the deeper level. I don't know. I just don't think that we understand the brain to a level where we'll be able to create one like it that's going to get crazy smart and kill us. So I am Armenian, but I never really studied the history of Armenia much my whole life. And then recently I started reading about the Mongolians and how far they reached. And I come to discover that the Mongols made it to Armenia and they allied with the Armenians. I'm pretty sure it was a deal created by the Armenians so they wouldn't get massacred. You know, it makes sense. You don't want your whole entire culture to die. So they allied for a while. I don't remember how many years, but for years, many years, I believe. And... This filled me with joy because there's a good chance because, I mean, this happened like 800 years ago. There's a good chance because of this and the mixing of the Armenians with the Mongolians that I'm Asian. I feel like we need healthy doses of both sides of life to remain balanced. The light and the dark, the good and the bad. The darkness is there. And the darkness has been a part of humanity since the beginning. I mean, we were hunter-gatherers. You had to embrace the darkness. And nowadays, I guess, it's not as in our face. So we kind of try and shield ourselves from it. But like I said, a healthy dose of darkness is absolutely necessary. I have nothing against religious folk. But I feel like it does tend to focus on the light and really tries to run away from the dark. And the running away part is the part that I feel like can be dangerous and unhealthy for a lot of people because you got to swallow it and digest it in order to learn from it. And if you don't swallow it and you just tuck it away in the cupboard, you're never going to learn from it, you know? I don't know. There have been plenty of people in this life who've been really good at their jobs and created great work at the expense of everything else in their lives, like their families, their friends, their health. I mean, Steve Jobs is like the ultimate example of this. He created arguably the most profitable company of all time at the expense of him, his life. This fucker was just pissed at everybody all the time for not doing a good job. Um, My point is, the real gangsters of life are the people who can balance everything and still be good at their jobs. People who can balance their family, with their friends, with their work, be efficient enough and good enough and skilled enough that they'll work to be able to do it in a reasonable amount of time so they can still spend that time that they have left over with their family and with their friends and just for themselves and balancing everything. That's the holy grail of being a G at the LIFE. 
The Mongols were the best warriors of all time. We should be glad that they shared some of their shit with us. It's fucking awesome. Warriors. The truest and realest warriors. And look at the part of the world that they conquered and they lived in. It got cold, man. Cold in the winter. It's no joke. When you start seeing other people replicating things about your creative work, you know that you're succeeding about at something. So just keep going, keep grinding, keep getting better. Because you're doing something right. Even if it's a coincidence that they did what you did, who cares? Who cares? Soak up all that inspiration and run with it. At this point, I feel like success isn't achieved by speaking from your heart. It's achieved by speaking from your heart on a regular basis and refining and sharpening and polishing and smoothing and grinding this rock to become a diamond. And it takes forever. But it's worth it. Because it's in the middle for anyone. We're all unique, but we're not special. If that makes sense. You become special by refining your uniqueness into the diamond that it is and that it can be. I get it. People have preferences. People like things to be a certain way. But in my experience, all of that brings is pain. So much of our pain as humans comes from our expectations and things that we want to be a certain way because we think that our ideal vision of the world is the best one. Porn gets a bad rap, man. Everybody talks shit about porn, how it like sets bad expectations and, you know, it's true. It does do that. But porn actually helped me, man. Helped me. It helped me in a big way. And not in the masturbation sense, although I'm sure that's a factor too, but no, no, in the psychological sense, like porn taught me that I can't watch the same video more than three times. And because of that, I correlated it to humans. And I was like, no matter who I choose to be with for the rest of my life, I'm going to get kind of tired of them. It's natural. You get tired of anything. It's how we are. Anything you do too much, you get look at little kids. They just get tired of everything in fucking two seconds. And what this did was it showed me that you, any person you pick to be with forever, you got to work on that relationship. You got to put effort, you know. It's the constant maintenance. Regular, regular maintenance. It's important. Porn saved my marriage.